Father, listen to our earnest prayer. Jesus prayed it years ago that the glory you had given him we would somehow come to know. So make us one according to your plan. Isn't it? truth and righteousness. You desire the world to see. If we look back in our lives, we can see how God was training us to do the things that He really wants us to do. The question is, is are we listening to the Holy Spirit? That time is now. There's no more excuses for each one of us. We need to step in that cause because each one of us, that cause is directly linked to people that are lost in the city, the state, and the world. So we need to step in that cause and do that so that we can reach those people. Let me ask you a question. Do you want joy in your life? You know what, if you want joy in your life, what you need to do is surrender all. And that's exactly what this whole website, the, the radio ministry is all about, is surrendering those things to God that He wants you to do so you can step in that awesome destiny that He has for your life. You know what, there's a lot of really cool things that are going on in the city of Milwaukee. God does have a strategic plan to change the things that are going on. We've been laying a foundation. A revival has started. And you know what? He needs you. God needs you to do those awesome things that He preordained just for you to reach the people of the city of Milwaukee, the state of Wisconsin, and the world. Surrender All Ministries is all about partnering with as many people as we can. You know, we got Clark Square Initiative that we're partnering with. We got Salvation Army. We have Rescue Mission. We have all these different ministries that are doing things in the city of Milwaukee. There's a reconciliation that has been going on between churches, all different denominations, and we're working together as one in Christ. You're almost out of time. You better give up. Gotta stop running. It's the end of the line. It's time to surrender. Hey guys, welcome to Surrender All the Jesus show on live Facebook. And again, we're from my house, but you know what, guys, I kind of like it like that. And I might just keep it this way. Not too sure, but I think that's what we're going to end up doing. Guys, we've got an awesome show for you today. I have uh, someone on Skype and she's from Florida and it's probably a little bit sunnier than it is today here. Uh, but I got a really cool thing that I'm going to tell you about in just a second. But her name is Deborah Gaskell. And um, dude, Guys, she is, did I say dude? I, okay, there's some dudes watching. So dude, <laughs> she is an author. She is uh, a mentor. Um, 
She's written articles for, I think I'm going to, um, you know what, let me just jam this out of uh, unmuting. Hey, Deborah, it was chicken soup, right? Or chicken soup. They, they can't see it, but they can hear it. Chicken soup for the soul, yeah. right? Is that what it was? Right? That's correct. That's correct. Yes. Okay. So we're going to be talking about that. Guys, we're talking about doors being open. We're talking about what Holy Spirit is doing right now, not only in Florida, but right here in the Milwaukee and Wisconsin area. And guys, let me just tell you, uh, if you guys can figure out the one thing that I did today, which was I haven't done in like two months, I'll give you guys like 60 seconds to kind of figure it out. And if you guys already know me, then you probably know what I did today. So there was, and uh, the Supreme Court laid down their decision last night. And what our Wisconsin Supreme Court said, and I read the whole thing, but there's three words at the end that they did. And uh, so this was the culmination of what basically they figured out. Unlawful, invalid, and unforceable. I'm going to say it again. Unlawful, invalid, and unforceable. And that kind of opened the doors for all of us to go do the things that we wanted to do. And if you guys don't know this, I don't know what side you're on, whether or not you want to stay at home. But I would like to have the right to be able to stay home if I want to, or the right to go out that door and go and do whatever I want to do. That's what needs to be done. And you just can't have one person making those decisions for the everybody that lives in the state. You just can't do that. And so it's a really good read if you want to read it. Oh, it's kind of dry, but I kind of like that kind of stuff. But so unlawful, invalid, enforceable. So who can tell me what I did today? Let me just look at my comments and see. Um, and no one's figuring it out. Well, let me just show you what I did today. Uh, give me one second. I just got to pull it up. Oh, I thought I had it right. Oh, here we go. Bam, right there. Tanner you Guys, if you don't know it, I used to own my own tanning salons. And I opened them with my... Now X, of course, uh, Kim. And uh, so we had three tanning salons. We had one in Appleton, Germantown, and West Bend. So that's what I did today. I got some vitamin D, which is a really good thing. Uh, vitamin D is essential for your cell growth. Uh, so let me give a kudos to uh, Kim and the tanning salon because I still tan there. And uh, it is one of the best tanning salons in the area. Let me tell you what, they have a really good deal. So I'm gonna give her some promos. Uh, really good deal. Three tans for three bucks. So if you're in Milwaukee right now and you can't tan because you can't because they're still confining you guys in Milwaukee. Well, actually live in Milwaukee, but I can go right across the border into Germantown. And you guys can go to Germantown and tan. It's three tans for three bucks. Just let them know that you saw it on my show and she might even give you some more discounts. Not sure, but I mean, how can you go wrong with three tans for three bucks? I mean, that's that's pretty awesome. I mean, that's really, really awesome. All right, so that song you guys just got done hearing too, that is from my church, not my church, but where I go to church, Faith Builders. And guys, we're gonna be talking about Faith Builders a lot in the last in the next two weeks, but there are some amazing, like God-given gifts and talents, and Holy Spirit is just flowing through what's going on at my church. And uh, so that song is called Warriors Arise. That's their new single. Uh, it's been out for, I would say, about a month now. Uh, I played it a couple times, but it's called Warriors Arise. If you go in the comments section and you can do just one clicks of all the different things that are going on at Faith Builders. And we got a couple more things that we're going to be talking about. But let's get into this real quick. Um, let's go to, give me one second right here. Guys, I need you to follow. Follow the things that are happening on the Surrender All of Jesus 
uh, Facebook page. Go to surrenderallofjesus.org and follow us on there. But also subscribe. I need subscribers for the, uh, let me just move this out of the way so you guys can kind of see me. There we go. I need subscribers for the, um, my, my YouTube page. I'm up to almost 100. If I get 100, I can get my own URL, which is a really cool thing, which would have my ministry name in it. Uh, but we're also on Instagram, which is uh, under Surrender All to Jesus, uh, also my name, um, and of course, Facebook. Guys, I noticed that I have like 4,900 people friends on Facebook, but I don't have that many followers. So I'd really love if you just go in your settings and just click that you're following me. That would be really awesome and I would really appreciate it. Okay, we're going to do one more song and I promised this guy that I would do it um, and I'm going to do it next week too. But So this is another person from my church. His name is, and I'm going to get his first name like I'm going to probably get it wrong, but Leonardo Poe, and uh, he has a new single out too. Now, he's a he's a praise and worship singer in the praise and worship team at my church. Now, and that song we just got done doing, they just did that production of it and wrote it. So this is another one from another person from the praise and worship team. This is an awesome song, and I want you guys to hear it. And this is called Worth the Wait, and this is uh, Leonardo Poe from Faith Builders Church. Check it out. We lift our hands and give you praise Because without you, Lord, there's no way we're safe Not by sight, but all by faith It is you, capture word and never change We honor you, confess No one like you, God. We'll praise you forever. You keep on making the way from day to day. Awesome you are, God. We need your glory. We'll seek your face. Your worth the way. Without you, Lord. Because without you, Lord, there's no way we stay. Not by sight, not by sight, but all by faith. It is you, Captain, one and every change.
forever. You keep on making the way from day to day. Awesome you Cause without you, Lord, there's no way we're safe. Not by sight, but all by faith. It is you kept your word and never changed. Guys, that was Leonardo Poe, and he's from Faith Builders Church. Don't get it wrong. I, I may have, like, I probably should have put that he, you know, wrote it, produced it, and he is part of the Faith Builders, like, uh, praise and worship team. So awesome song, and we're going to keep on playing it. And, uh, hey, we got some. Yeah, <laughs> look at this. So uh, Amber, Amber said, are you at the restaurant? No, I'm still at my house. I'm going to be... I mean, you can kind of tell them that at the house, or maybe that was from someone else. But she also asked, can we tan now? Uh, yes. Go to tanneru.com. Check out where it is. If you guys know where Germantown is, it's literally, it's on the corner of Mequon Road and Squire. Uh, for, for all of us that are like a little bit older than like 40s, uh, Comedy Club used to be over there and uh, it's right on a corner. Can't miss it. Uh, check it out. Three tans for three bucks. You totally can't go wrong. Um, so yeah, it, they are tanning now. They opened up this morning and guess that's where I was today at 2.15. I was tanning. I was getting some vitamin D. Excellent. All right. Another person from Faith Builders Church. I'm telling you guys, Holy Spirit's flowing and things are happening. Um, so this person's name is Jen Manswell and I've known her since 2010. Um, and she used to direct our productions at Faith Builders Church. Well, she recently started her own production company called Parable Productions, and they were supposed to do a production, but because of COVID stuff, um, they, they're, they're not able to, but they're going to do a really cool like reading of this production that she wrote, and it's, called, it's H11, and it's called Illustrations of Faith, and it's Hebrews 11, Illustrations of Faith. So I'm gonna, I want you guys to watch this promo. It's free. It's on May 27th at 7 p.m., 
And all that information is in the comment section where you can register to, to go to it. But you can also go to myparabletheater.com. But check out this promo, guys. I'm telling you, this is going to be really, really awesome. Check it out. Father's instructions are clear. Why would you reject the work of my hands? Where's the sheep that we need to give to Yahweh? You don't miss anything, do you, son? I will still try to reach them, but it will not sway me from my mission. They're coming! They're coming! Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Deliano and this is my home office slash studio during this COVID-19 pandemic. I'm a part of a great online show called Parable Productions H11's Illustration of Faith. Based on the book of Hebrews from the Bible, it's a three-act live reading that's going to showcase on Parable Productions' YouTube channel live May 22nd at 7 p.m. Central. I play the author who tells the story from a mysterious writer's perspective who wrote the book of Hebrews. Now, there's very little known about this author, whether or not it's male or female or what's his nationality. But the beauty about this story is that this author could be any one of us. Identity isn't as important as his message to his people. And his message was, no matter the trying times, keep the faith. Come and join us May 22nd as we perform an online reading. And this show is for all people of all faiths and beliefs. For more information, click the description box below. And during this trying time, stay home, stay safe. Check us out May 22nd at 7 p.m. So guys, check it out. It's in the comment section. Uh, all this is a one click away, but don't do it now. And um, actually, Jen's going to be on my show, I believe, 28th. So we can, if you guys watch it, it'd be really cool to come back on and give some comments of what you guys thought. And then eventually, they're actually going to be doing this production at a uh, church here in the city of Milwaukee. So good stuff. All right. One more thing from Faith Builders Church. I know there's, there's a lot of stuff that, that I'm kind of going through. And then we're going to get to Deborah. So it's only going to be a couple minutes. But if you guys have heard about this, if you got kids, this is an awesome thing. My senior pastor at Faith Builders Church, Pastor Robin, has been doing something called Bedtime Stories. And uh, it's every Wednesday, I'm sorry, every Monday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central. You can go to MyFaithBuilders.com to check it out. Or you go to my uh, Faith Builders Church uh, Facebook page. Again, it's in the comment section, but don't do it now. So let's check this out. This is a CBS, uh, I believe, 58 news coverage of it. Just an amazing thing. My church is so amazing, and I'm proud of them. But So this is Pastor Robin with Bedtime Stories. Storytelling is a tradition that dates back to the earliest civilizations, a shared practice we can all relate to. The bedtime story can become an important daily experience to mark the end of the day and spark the imagination, especially among children. 
But with life turned upside down these days, one Milwaukee church sees an opportunity to bring people closer together. This morning, Rose Schmidt shares the power of bedtime stories. Let's go ahead and get started tonight, guys. Before her youngest congregation members drift off to sleep, Pastor Robin Pruitt brings them a little humor and a sense of togetherness. Oh, my Lord, we love it. We tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 o'clock. For the Ferguson family, Pastor Robin's Facebook Lives hey kids, are a can't miss. Bedtime stories. The kids get in their pajamas. They love it. They get their favorite books, and they just love to get involved with the stories. Diana, Alana, and Malachi have been going to Faith Builders Church for five years, but the last month without it has not been easy. They um, first didn't understand. They was just kind of like, uh, well, can we still go to church through what's going on? And it's like, no, we can't, you know, we have to stay at home. They went from you know, one week of being able to see their friends, you know, at church and their teachers and things like that to where now they don't get any of that. But Pastor Robin found a way to make up for that. And I thought, you know what, we need to do something at nighttime, maybe just so that moms and dads could have 30 minutes to themselves, uh, maybe. And I grew up with my kids when they were little, reading to them every night. What she didn't expect was that adults would be just as drawn to her soothing voice and whimsical stories. Stumbling, bumbling bear. Families are tuning in from as far as South Carolina. We had 140 people on the first time, and I was just like, you've, you know, you've got to be kidding me. At church, she usually has all the kids go on stage, and she sits down, and she reads with them on the stage, and now it's like, She's found a way to connect in spite of not being able to be in the four walls. And then I'm going to get some for you. All right, second book tonight. She reads two books each time, three times a week, a literature load that's keeping her busy. Amazon's been to my house quite a bit, and every time they would, we would hear, well, it's going to be extended another week, I'd be like, okay, that's, you know, uh, uh, eight more books I have to look for. She's introduced Alana and Malachi to new stories. My favorite story that she was reading is Peter Cat and the Boogie. And the Boogie, he was dancing. But these narrations are about much more than books. Sometimes Pastor Robin has them uh, post the pictures and they'll post a picture with their Bible or they'll post a picture with their favorite bear. At the end of story time, she gives them a fun activity that goes along with the book, from painting rocks how many of you have ever camped in the backyard or made s'mores? To living room camping. S'mores in the backyard. One of the stories, it was uh, about camping. And uh, so they had us build forts. So they went and took my furniture apart and built a fort. And we had the, the blanket over it. And we called it Fortnite. Real quick, I want to just do a quick shout out to um, Alana and Malachi. She gives all the kids love, all the parents love every single time. And her husband, Pastor Jeff Pruitt, is never too far away. Did you guys see something go by the camera? But she saves the best part for last. I like bedtime stories because at the end, she prays for us. And we are strong that we can face anything that comes our way. Bringing blessings that will keep visions of sugar plums because you live in us. Dancing in their heads. Amen. You know, we're all. All right, guys. So that's every Monday and Wednesday at eight o'clock. If you look at the, the uh, yellow part on that green screen, 
Guys, Faith Builders Church is doing something every day of the week. Check it out in the comments section uh, tonight at 7 o'clock after this show. Uh, my pastor does a Bible study. And who knows, guys, maybe we're going to be going to church pretty soon here. I'm just declaring that based on, you know, unlawful, invalid, and unenforceable, what the Supreme Court said. Maybe there's something in the haps with that. Maybe we'll find out tonight. Maybe pastor will say something. I don't know. But so check it out. Guys, I got to talk about my sponsors and then we're going to get into the uh then we're going to get into the interview. Guys, this person right here, Christina Cornell, I'm telling you guys, she does all my multimedia stuff. Amazing lady, um, listening to Holy Spirit. If I could, when, she's going to be on a show on like June 4th, the first week of June. And uh, I'm going to talk about how I had an idea to do something for the healthy surrender part. And uh, I didn't tell her, but I wrote it down in my, in my journal. And then she, Holy Spirit downloaded it to her and it was perfect. Guys, I'm telling you, she can do amazing stuff with branding, anything media, and I mean literally anything. Also, uh, just helping you start those things. She also does a ministry with her daughter Isabella called Tell Them Ministries, and um, man, it's an amazing thing. They sing awesome. They just came out with their new single, which they're going to be playing. I'm hoping they're going to do like an acoustic for me. Uh, that'd be really cool. So check her out at ChristinaCornell.net and TellThemMinistries.net. The other one is my ministry, guys. And it is, whoops, that we don't want that. We want that right there. How about that? Uh, HealthySurrender.com, guys. We sell New You Life products, which is HGH gel, keto. There's something new called Fortress and um, Keto Day and Keto Night. Uh, I'm going to be trying the Fortress pretty soon here. I'm actually stoked about it. But the other thing on Healthy Surrender, guys, is it's an encompassing thing for your mind, body, and soul, and your spirit. So I also do deliverance ministry. I do mentoring, life coaching, uh, inner healing. So if you know people who need that, uh, who, who need that right now, go to HealthySurrender.com and uh, just send them my send them my information, and we can get that to you. Awesome. All right. This next thing you're going to see is my daughter. It's a lease exercise with a lease. So if you're looking for a way to do things online right now because we can't go to a that wall. Some of the state can go now, but Milwaukee still can't and a couple other counties. So check it out. This is my daughter, Exercise with Elise. Hi, my name is Elise and I am a fitness professional. Right now, all the gyms in Chicago, around the area are completely closed down. And with that being said, what I'm doing is I'm going online. I'm putting my entire business online at the moment and that includes all the classes that I teach from Zumba, Pilates, yoga, HIIT training, strength training, kettlebells, everything is gonna be online. I'm doing live free videos every single day. Uh, those workouts are 30 minutes total. And they're also available for 24 hours straight. Now, if you really enjoyed the video and you wanna do that same exact workout again, what I'm doing is recording the videos and also having that as something that you can purchase to help my personal business as well as help you be healthy and fit. Um, I'm also taking online clients, 30 minute sessions as well as 60 minute sessions. And for the next few weeks, this is, this is kind of where I'm holding my business. So if you're interested, please let me know. You can find me on Instagram at fitness trainer on demand, all one word, or you can add me um, on Google Hangouts at EliseRose at gmail.com. Man, I'm so proud of my daughter, Elise. So check her out, guys. 
exercise with Elise. All right, guys, let's get this going. So I'm going to do a quick little promo of Deborah Gaskell, and this is her online, and she's talking about speaking at a an event. And I'm telling you guys, if you're not pumped up, ready to hear her talk some more, you check your pulse because you might not be there. Let's check it out. This is Deborah Gaskell, and uh, it's an awesome thing right here. Deborah Gaskell, and uh, this is her doing a little bit of preaching. Oh, there we go. And then I noticed most people, well, everybody was going up, standing behind the podium and talking into a microphone that was attached to the podium. And I thought, you know what? If it's good enough for Amy, it's good enough for me. So when I got introduced just a few moments later, instead of being all beaten down and downtrodden, I went up there and I said, can I remove this microphone from the stand? And they're like, yeah, sure. Do whatever you want to do. You're the speaker. I took it. I walked around in front of the podium. I stood up on the chair and in a very uh, commanding, authoritative voice, I said, who here has a dream? Now remember, this is not a Christian event. And all of a sudden, it was just like you would take a remote control and hit the pause button on a movie. All of a sudden, everybody kind of stopped and they looked around and like, what is that foreign noise that's going on here? And I said it again. I said, who here has a dream that you have not yet fulfilled? And all of a sudden, ladies who were walking toward the door with their swag bags turned around, came back, and before I knew it, those 80 chairs started filling up. The women were whipping out their cell phones and filming it, and the guy, the media guy who was there filming the entire event with his big camera on his shoulder, came from the side and came and knelt down on the ground right in front of the chair that I was standing on. And I asked a third time, I said, if you've got a dream that you have not yet fulfilled, make a line across the front of this stage. Guess who was the first one up there? You guessed it. The makeup artist. His name was Michael. And, and what was so impacting was I talked to the, my topic for 10 minutes, I talked to them about if you have a dream, you are going to have to be able to say no to the things that interfere or hinder or pause your dream. And I kept teaching them that if it doesn't align with your core values, you have to say no. If it doesn't align with fulfilling your vision, you have to say no. See, people will try and pull you off your vision. You know how to get you off your vision? Get involved in somebody else's vision. And so for 10 minutes, I talked about how to say no. And at the end of that 10 minutes, we all shouted no in about nine different languages, all the languages I knew how to say no in. But after it was done and I climbed down off the chair, Michael, the makeup artist, came over with his colleague and she said, do you know anything about him? And I said, no. But I said, you have been standing out to me all night long, young man. And she said, he just got promoted. A major department store had promoted him as a makeup artist and he was getting ready to leave the next day to go to his new location geographically. And people that he worked with were upset. They were intimidating him. They were giving him a hard time. They felt that they were more worthy. And he came in that night so beat down. Well, it wasn't a Christian event, but here's where the table started to turn because I realized at that moment, I was not there just to talk 10 minutes motivationally. Yes, that happened, but I was there to speak into the life of Michael. And I looked at him in the eye and I said, you realize you have a call of God on your life? And he, he just smiled and started saying, yes, yes. 
and I was able to speak spirit to spirit. We got to come out of the soulish realm and I got to speak spirit to spirit to him and it was glorious. And this young man who came in there so beat down that night and, and yeah, look who else was beat down. Together, we were able to encourage one another because just his reaction encouraged me and I realized, my friend, at that moment that I had been sent and when God sends you somewhere, he gives you a deposit of authority to fulfill the reason that he has sent you to a specific place. And that is why the enemy was fighting me. That was why the enemy was trying to knock me out because he didn't want Michael to have those words. But God sent me there. And when he sends you, you don't have to worry about working something up. You don't have to worry about what you're going to say or where the power is going to come from. When God sends you with that sending is the authority to deliver what God has called you to do. Now, there's a story. In come on. I, if you're not like stoked after listening to that, oh my gosh, that was like totally awesome. Uh, Deborah, welcome. Sorry for all the long kind of promo things going on, but there's a lot of people I just want to I just love showing what God is doing through people, man. So people send me stuff and I see it and I'm like, I got to show that. I got to show that, you know, especially people <laughs> at church, man. I mean, it's just, you know, I, I just, yeah, but awesome. I really appreciate you being on the show. Guys, Deborah is coming from Florida. What's the temps in Florida? Oh, today was probably about 80, oh, 84, 85. Yeah, we're not close to that. I was almost close to that in my tanning bed today. <laughs> oh man! Um, but so, Deborah, uh, you're an author. You write articles. Uh, we talked a little bit about the chicken soup for the soul. You did. I know a lot of people that are kind of my age and your age. They they remember that, and it's still it's still out there today. Um, but yeah. you're doing some amazing things. You teach. Um, so. For the listeners that really don't know who you are, kind of give us give us like where you're coming from, get a little bit of your testimony, and then we'll kind of talk about where you think uh, God is leading us and what Holy Spirit's telling us. So go ahead. Okay. Well, one of the things um, that I think would be a great way to lead into my testimony is that you called this uh, time that we have together today doors open. Yes. And I thought that was interesting because typically when you have those two words together, it's usually open doors. Correct. And so I thought it was very prophetic. The yes. way you said Come on. doors open. Yes. And yeah. so uh, one of the things about me, uh, I, you know, I always kind of played it safe. I, I was a, a interim pastor a couple times. I led women's ministry. I was a Sunday school teacher. I was an itinerant minister. But about 20 years ago, I went to a missions conference out in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I got messed up. And that's where I came out of my boat. That's where um, I realized, you know, the Great Commission is not a suggestion. <laughs> it, it, it's a command. And when God said, go ye, ye means me. And I could no longer sit in that little boat of familiarity and comfort uh, after I was in that missions conference. And so basically what happened to me at that point was I uh, had a country that just sparked in my heart. I don't know any other way to say it. And that country was the Netherlands. And but when it came to me, I heard in my spirit, Holland. So I tried to find it on a map and I couldn't. And I didn't even know at the time that Holland is really not the name of that country. It's really called the Netherlands. 
And so um, I finally found it and God just kept speaking and dealing with me that he wanted me to go there. And so talking about doors open, what I did, I didn't know anybody. I didn't have an agenda. I didn't have any contacts or anything. But what I had heard at that missions conference that year was I had heard people who said, well, you know what? I felt called to go to Sierra Leone in Africa. So I just bought a ticket and I got on a plane. And when I got off the plane, it was a really good time to start praying. And something just sparked in me. And I thought, you know what? If it was good enough for you, it's good enough for me. So God kept speaking to me about the Netherlands. And what I did was I put a map on my office wall and I would do a circle around the Netherlands. And I would say, Netherlands, open up to me. I'm coming to you. And I'm sure there may be somebody that say, well, do you have scriptural precedent for that? Do you have scripture for that? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Actually, uh, this is one of the scriptures I stood on, which is over in Hebrews 11.6, or I'm sorry, 11.3. It says, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. And since when I once I knew that God wanted me to go to the Netherlands, I started speaking to that country yeah. and commanding it to open yeah. and framing my world yeah. with the words that were coming out of my mouth. Yes. And so uh, long story short, I ended up getting over there. And once I did, I, I just did what I knew to do. I started passing out tracks and somebody gave me some Dutch tracks. I just started passing them out. And within three days, Richard, I was preaching in churches. I was uh, supernaturally ran into uh, people who ran a Bible school yeah. and I preached for them. There were senior pastors there and they both invited me to their church on Sunday. It was Easter Sunday. And I ended up just having a glorious time. It changed my life. And just a few months later, I went back and lived there for two months preached 67 times in 63 days because I spoke to the country and commanded the doors to open and boy, did they ever. Amen. And so, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a little bit of oh. my testimony. Yeah. And that, that got me from kind of maintenance Christianity into out of the boat Christianity. Yeah. And isn't it interesting too, uh, Hebrews 11, that's what we just got done talking about with Jen Manswell with her production, uh, illustrations of yeah. faith. So really cool. That's, uh, that's how God works it out, though, right? There's, there's all the, all the things that are happening right now, guys. The Holy Spirit is moving, and it's not just in Florida; it's all over the world. But if you look yes. closely in your little atmosphere, you'll see where God is moving in small, intricate ways that He's glorifying Himself through the things that you're doing. Um, I mean, you probably thought, you know, maybe I shouldn't like just put the map up and start doing that. But something inside you, Holy Spirit, was leading you that way. And if people are listening right now, Holy Spirit is leading you that way. What is it that he's telling you to do? You need to do it to take that risk, take that step of faith. The minute you take that step of faith, the minute the anointing happens, and just like you we were talking about in your promo, if God is calling you there, everything you need is already there. He's literally waiting for you to get there, right? Absolutely. Yeah. 
Absolutely. If he has called you to do something, he's already got the resources lined up. He already has the people who you need to connect with. He already has given you the authority to do it. You've got the stamp of approval. If he's told you to do it, then everything connected with that assignment is on your path. It's in your road. But, you know, another scripture that was so important to me at that time was 2 Corinthians 4.13. It says, and since we have the same spirit of faith, According to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore we speak. Mm. Whatever it is that we believe in our heart that God is calling us to, Mm. we need to speak it out and we need to speak it out with authority and with boldness. We need to get in line with what the spirit of God is saying. And and I like to put it this way. When God commands you, when he gives you an assignment, when he gives you a charge, it's not up to you to argue with it. It's not up to you like Gideon. Oh, I, I'm just this mm-hmm. little weak guy from right. this poor family. No, no the only correct on. response yep. when God gives you a command is yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Yep. But it, it also takes the stepping forward. The verbalizing it out is the first part of that. But the next part is to go and do it. I mean, it's literally, there's an action that comes with that. But sometimes people just got to speak it out because that's their way of like, oh, okay, now I can go do it, right? Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, faith without works is dead. Yeah. And so what my first step was in that situation um, was I thought, well, okay, if I'm going to go overseas, yeah. then I need a passport. Yeah. So I found out what it took to get a passport and I found out I needed my birth certificate. Well, the very day that I made the phone calls to find out how much it was going to cost, what documents were necessary. That day, a check came in the mail from somebody that we were acquaintances at best. And they said, God spoke to me and told me you're going to need this for a trip. Well, that was interesting because it arrived on the very day day that I had made the calls and found out how much it was going to be. And once it was all done and said, and I purchased everything, I still had $10 left over. (laughs) That's why what listening to Holy Spirit is so important because what would have happened if that person didn't do what Holy Spirit told them to do? Right. I mean, so it's so important. The small little things, I mean, no matter what it is, this is really important. So one of the things that you touched on that I think is really like if people are thinking about this, God's going to give you a vision. Right. And he's also going to give you the plans and all those kind of things. But there's a it's it's, I call it like a two step process. First, you get the vision. Then you got to verbalize it. Right. And then that that will set it in action. Right. And we need yes. to do those things. And if you don't have a vision now where God is leading you, I mean, it's probably because you're not spending enough time in that intimate time with him. Because I know he's speaking to people. I mean, he is speaking to people. I mean, even if it's just, you need to spend more time with me. That's speaking to, that's speaking to you, right? I mean, it's, it's so, so important. It's so important. Man, yeah, it is really important. So how long ago was that? That uh, was actually 21 years ago was the beginning of my time on the foreign field. Wow. Yeah. And did you, start, did you start writing after that? Did I'm sorry. Did, did I start, you start writing, like doing articles writing? and things like that? Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I've always written my whole life. I mean, in college, I was a journalist. That's what I majored in. I even wrote for my college newspaper. I mean, I've always been a writer. I've always been a, a journaling person. You can go to my right. office and I just have a whole shelf full of journals. I usually fill one up a year. Right. So it, um, I, I've always chronicled things. As a matter of fact, when I was over there on that very first trip, um, you know, I chronicled that journey and it's helped me then to take the next one and the next one, and the next one. And there was something you just said about, um, you mentioned about like when God speaks to you, yeah. you know, the interesting thing is God speaks in so many ways. Oh. And when I had just returned from that trip, which came from um, the unction of the Holy Spirit, it came from, I would see a, a billboard and it would say something about the Netherlands, or I would be in a food court and somebody behind me would be talking in an accent. And I'd turn around and say, excuse me, where are you from? And they would say, oh, I'm from this little country called the Netherlands. <laughs> so there were so many ways that God led and directed on that first foreign assignment yeah. for me. Yeah. But, you know, another way that God speaks to us is he speaks to us through dreams and visions yeah. and, and things like that. And and I believe that in this time that we're in, you and I had this conversation the other day that I had a dream the other night. I think I'm, I believe that listening to the show today, there are people, Richard, who have had dreams, who have had um, assignments in them for a very long time. Yeah. And they have wondered, God, when? Yeah. When is this going to happen? How is this mm. going to happen? What's it going to take for this vision to come to pass? Right. And, and I felt like I should share this dream that I had the other night. Yep. Um, I, I dreamt that I was making pasta. Now, I was making a huge amount of pasta. So obviously, in this dream, I was going to feed people. And, you know, God speaks to us in dreams symbolically with, with uh, symbols that are meaningful to us. So if I was going to have a very large dinner party... Pasta is something that I would probably make. It's easy. It, go, it goes a long way. But in this dream, I had made a ton of pasta. When I say a ton, I mean I had a huge tarp on the floor. And I just kept stacking up pasta after pasta. But I only had one jar of sauce. So obviously, the pasta and the sauce did not equal one another. And my daughter, who was sitting there watching me do this, said, Mom, you should have prayed. Now, I'm talking to those of you who have big dreams, big visions, and they haven't manifested yet. And I'm including myself in this. And so I remember thinking in this dream, well, you know what? I'll just take all this pasta and I'll just put it in a big pot and I'll pour in the sauce that I have. And, oh, it'll come out OK. I, I don't have to be so meticulous about this. But when I bundled it all up to put it in a bowl, a big pot, I saw something moving in it. Now, listen, God speaks to you through symbols that you will recognize. When I opened it up to see what was moving in there, there was a dog. So a dog had got inside of all this pasta that I had made to feed people. And now here's what you need to know about this. My family and I, it's been a running joke for many years. It seems like any time we were invited to someone's house for dinner, inevitably, whether it was lasagna or a cupcake or whatever, we would end up pulling a hair out of the food 
And it usually matched the dog that the family had that had invited us over. And so we got to the point where we were like, we don't really want to go to anyone's house for dinner anymore because we always get this dog here. So see, this was symbolic for me. And when what I realized out of this dream was that there was something foreign. Yes, I was going to feed people. I believe the dream showed, yes, you're, you're going to feed a lot of people. You need to have a lot of food ready to feed a lot of people. And I right. took that spiritually right. that I would teach, that I would feed people. Right. But I hadn't prayed properly. The proper preparation had not been done. Mm. And something foreign got in and ruined the whole thing and messed up the whole assignment. And the bottom line I came away with from that is if you're not willing to put in the proper preparation, Mm. if you're not willing to pray, we had, we had a saying, you know, back in the day called push, pray until something happens. And unfortunately in the body of Christ, I think we have tended to get away from that. And we can't just fly off the handle with these assignments. We can't just go by the, the you know, skin of our teeth and uh, fly by the seat of our pants. When God gives an assignment, if it's not coming to pass, if it's not being, if it's not being released yeah. to you, it could be that the intimacy and the prayer time with God does not equal the weight of the assignment that he wants to give you. He wants to give it to you. Come on. Well, have to put the prayer time in we have to put the intimacy with god and otherwise yeah. it is us doing it and not him yeah. and the last thing the body of christ needs right now is another entertainer Ooh, come on no i, I agree there i want to think wait we yes. need some weight yeah. in the body of christ what? we need some rocky balboas we need some heavy weights <laughs> I agree. And, and this entertainment stuff has got to go i agree i uh so Man, in 2018, a lot of you guys have heard my 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 testimony, but I mean, if you guys have ever like read Matthew 7, where it was Christians that were looking at Jesus and they're like, well, Lord, Lord, haven't we casted out demons and raised the dead and, you know, healed the sick and all these things. And he looked at them and he said, uh, depart from me. And he literally cast them away. Now, yeah. I, I mean, I literally could have been that individual. God is going to use could, you. Oh, God is going to use you to do amazing things. I mean, he used a donkey. I mean, come on. He's going to use you to, uh, to do amazing things. You, you could be a Holy Spirit filled, like literally speaking in tongues, doing all these things, but you don't have a relationship with him. I, am I speaking yeah. to somebody today? Because I'm telling you, it's... For me, it hit me so hard. <laughs> I, I figured yeah. out I didn't even know how to like worship. I mean, think about that. I mean, and yeah. that one day was at my church. Literally, Holy Spirit fell, and he, I mean, he's falling and falling. I mean, I, I mean, I was battling. Should I go on my knees? Shouldn't I? And I hear Holy Spirit you need to go on your knees. I don't really want to. No one else is on their knees. You know, so I'm battling all this stuff, and then I finally on my knees. And there's a lot of other things that were going on. But I literally hear, heard him say, just you and me, this is where I wanted you to be. And it's like all the, all the stuff that we did, it like, it did, none of that mattered to him. What mattered was me just allowing yeah. him in completely. I mean, just good stuff. I mean, crazy. Um, you know, and there's a couple other things. I made an unhealthy vow as a kid and all that stuff. But guys, I'm telling you, that intimacy is the most important thing. The most yeah. important thing. That is where is. you're going to solidify 
everything that he's going to do through you. But without that, it's Matthew 7. It's, Lord, Lord, haven't we done all these things for you? And he's going to look at you and say, I never knew you. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's a gut check. I mean, it is a total gut check. And um, so if you're listening right now, all it is is just take that time and be intimate with him. And just, you know, this is one of the things that I had to do. I had to tell my mind to shut up. Just be quiet yeah. and just listen. Amen. Amen. And just listen. Yeah. You, he will start telling you your identity. I mean, him saying just you and me, this is where I wanted you to be. That was my identity because it was in him. The love just was wrapped around me. That's so important, mm. guys. It is really, really important. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I mean, without that, without that intimate relationship, I remember in that dream, my daughter just kept saying, mom, you should have prayed. Mom, you should have prayed. Oh. And not only did that whole meal. Yeah you know, did it get, uh, it, it was inferior, but then it actually was wasted. Yeah. It was a complete missed opportunity. And I'm going to tell you, I had that dream about a week ago that has made me spend more time in my prayer closet because I realized I don't want God to give me this tremendous opportunity for him. Right. And then I blow it yeah. and it's went oh. Of me because I didn't spend enough time seeking His face, right. and and you know the thing of it is sometimes we think oh it's it's work or it's you yeah. know hey listen preparation time is never lost time no it is never lost time that is oh. what that is what allows you it's like we are just the pipe yeah you know and there is this humanity out there that is so hurting and they come and they turn on the faucet and they need some water come on. and we are conduit that the Holy Spirit flows through to yep. minister to the needs yep. of humanity. And we've got to be yep. cleaned out. We've got to have our pipes cleaned out so that the whole, the water of the Holy Spirit can yep. flow through us. Yep. So one of the scriptures that I pulled out um, that it was led to is, and I don't know if you, have you ever read the Passion Translation? I love the Passion. I do yes. too. I use I, a lot. I'll go to that and, and different ones. But so this is John 14, 12. Uh, through 14. I tell you this timeless truth. The person who follows me in faith, believing in me, will do the same mighty miracles that I do. That's what we're talking about, guys. But it starts with yeah. the intimate relationship. Even greater miracles than these, because I go with my father. I will do whatever you ask me to do when you ask in my name. And that is how the son will show the father uh, is really like and bring glory to him. Ask me anything in my name and I will do it for you. That happens in intimacy. That yes. happens in intimacy. Yes. Yes. Literally, I mean, that um, trip I was talking about, my first mission trip that I went on, I remember one night I was, uh, I, I preached at this church in the morning and then I went back in the evening. And I remember afterwards, this very elderly man came up to me and he was just sobbing and sobbing. And he hugged me and, and he did speak some English, but I was able to um, get out of him that he was going to commit suicide. Wow. And he said, somebody told me about this meeting and I came here tonight as my absolute last resort. Wow. And something that was said ministered to him. And now through tears, he is crying and thanking me. I said, oh, sir. Don't thank me. Thank Jesus. Yeah. Thank him. But that's what I'm talking about. We 
have to be in that prayerful state. We have to connect with yeah. God through prayer. And I loved what you said, Richard, about um, when God wanted you to get on your knees and worship and you thought, well, nobody else is. Oh. It doesn't matter what anybody else I is know. doing. But you know what? The, the, the devil planted something in my head a couple years earlier. And it was weird that it came right back up right then and there. So I was at another church in Phoenix and I remember this guy being on his knees and I remember thinking, now, of course, this is not God. This is total whispers of the devil. He's just trying to get attention to himself, right? So uh, that day when I'm like being led to do that, that was the first thing that came to my head. And I'm like, uh-oh, I'm like, and I don't want people to think that, right? But isn't that how the devil yeah. works it? It was something that I allowed in years before. It, guys, I'm telling you, just listen. It, be done with, oh, might look stupid. Doesn't matter. Look stupid. You know, don't do like spooky stuff because God doesn't want us out there being spooky. I mean, that's, I mean, we right. don't need to do right. like really weird stuff. But just listen to Holy Spirit. He will lead you in what you're supposed to be doing. If it's getting on your knees at your house and you're watching praise and worship, get on your knees and just listen to him. Uh, it, yes. The downloads are going to come. They will. Yes. Yeah. And, and I love what you said. The Holy Spirit is not spooky. God is not weird. God is not spooky. If he says something, if you think that God is saying something to you and it's outside of the boundaries of the word of God, then you're out too far and you need to come back. Exactly. Because God will always t deal with you. He will always tell you things that are with inside the boundaries of the word of God. Yeah. But, you know, I, I remember... Uh, one night I was in a praise and worship service at my church and we were singing about being in the river. And I remember I just had this urge. I just wanted to like kind of, you know, do like the swimming motion, you know, and I thought, well, what will people think of me? Right. But that is right there where the enemy starts to intimidate you. That is right there where the enemy yeah. says, oh, you'll look stupid. Yeah. Or, you know, what? so what if I look stupid? What is it going to hurt right. if I act like I'm making a swimming motion? That That is what the enemy does to burrow a hole inside your head yep. and try and get you to be inward, yep. you know, to try and get you not to right. be free in the Holy Spirit. I mean, I agree with what you said about being not being spooky, but we have to come out of the box. Oh, I, I believe that yep. what we go back to after this whole pandemic thing is over, we're going to be way outside of the box mm. in some areas. Yeah. And if, I've been reading yeah. a lot about Jesus ministry because I was teaching Bible class and, um, you know, preparing for that. I saw that he did some out of the box stuff. I mean, he spit oh. and then put the spit in the guy's eyes. Yeah. Come on. Right. You know. So what I'm saying so, is it, you, the more you step out and you, you listen. I mean, I teach this in the fire starters class. The more you, you you hear Holy Spirit and you step out and you do it and you get that confirmation, yeah. the more you go, oh, yeah. that's what he sounds like. And the more you're deeper in that intimate relationship with him, oh, that's what he sounds like. And it just, it goes deeper and deeper. And then you start noticing maybe something like a number and you know it's Holy Spirit that's giving it to you. Uh, you'll see something in a song will pop out at you. Th those are all things of how God specifically will inter... It's specifically for you. I mean, he'll find those ways just for you. I mean, so yeah, then, it's, yeah. yeah. And you said something about, you know, hearing from the Holy Spirit. The interesting thing is when you see in the Bible, the word hear or the word hearken, it doesn't just mean hear with these ears right. and then you forget about it. 
The actual translation, the actual meaning of to hear God or to hearken to God is not just to hear, but to obey. So if you have not obeyed what you've heard, you really haven't heard God. Because if you hear him, you will obey what you've heard. And the more you said that, uh, you know, when you hear him and you do step out, you get more confident Huge. Uh, that, wow, I did hear from God. Huge. And the next time you won't hesitate. It'll become like automatic. Yep. Yep. Uh, the other scripture is Joel 2.12. And this is the message version. And this is uh, uh, 28.32. And that's just the beginning. After that, I will pour out my spirit on every kind of people. Your sons will prophesy. Your daughters, your old men will dream. Yeah. Your young men will see visions. It's good stuff, guys, because this is what's happening. It is good stuff. I will even pour out my spirit on the servants, men and women both. I set wonders in the sky above and signs uh, signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billowing smoke, the sun turning black, the moon red. Uh, Guys, that's what's going on right now. That's what's going on right now. Um, You know, it's funny, Richard, during the – but in the beginning, when uh, the promos were up, I actually had turned to that very scripture in Acts 2. And, uh, you know, it's it's the very same words. And I felt very strongly that there is somebody listening today. And um, I just want to read you this one part. Um, I had written in my margin, redefined. And I'm going to speak to some women right now just for a second. But then I'm going to speak to everybody. So, guys, don't leave me. But it says that your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And it says, on my men servants and my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. So, ladies, I just want to encourage you that in these last days that we are living in, God is redefining. He's redefining the role of the woman in ministry. He's bringing some things um, to the forefront. You know, we were never, if you look at when God created uh, mankind, he created man and woman, and they were both made in his image. And he called them immediately when he made them both, he turned to them and he gave them a leadership charge. And when God made mankind in his image, his thought was that they were to be uh, walked together shoulder and shoulder. Matter of fact, it says that he made her a superior quality helper, not superior in, in or uh, in quality above man. Oh, no, 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 no. He made her a superior quality helper to walk alongside men. Wow. And, and, and men, I think that should be comforting to you that when God made woman, he made, uh, he, uh, you know, he wanted man to be so fulfilled and so complete that he gave you a help me yeah. that is a superior quality to help you and walk alongside you. Yeah. He didn't give you someone who was inferior goods. Right. He made someone that you could talk to and you yeah. could depend on and they would be a partner and they could be there for you that could carry an anointing that will complement your anointing. And I think that for men, yeah. I think that's great that's news. Huge. Yeah, no, I agree with you. No, I totally agree. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, we could do a whole segment on just dating and guys and guys, I've made huge mistakes over the years. I mean, huge. I mean, I, I could, we could do a 60 minute show, an hour show just in that. Um, I mean, it'd be good because God gets glorified out of it. I mean, it's what brought me to 2018 and 
really had that revelation at that point, right? So I praise God that that stuff happened because he knew where I needed to be and how I needed to be low to get to the point where I would finally surrender. I mean, it's some, God is so awesome. He's He loves us so much that every time you'd make a mistake, he's there. And he's just, oh, come, come, come. I want an intimate relationship with you. And he's always there and he's always just kind of wooing you in. I mean, just come, just come to me. I just want more of you. And I mean, if I look back at each one of the, I mean, I started out with the ministry called Surrender, right? And so I did that, helping people. I was a cop, helping people addicted to drugs and alcohol. I mean, I did some really crazy stuff as a cop, like arrest someone, pray with them, ask them if they wanted to get help. And then I would take off my uniform, go pick them up at their house. I just arrested them, you know, and then go get them into detox and then a recovery group in my church. I mean, there was some crazy stuff. Um, so that to then leaving my job as a cop, he wanted me to change it to surrender all. And I don't know if you heard this story, Deborah, but and then when I had this revelation in 2018, he wanted me to change it to surrender all to Jesus. Well, it should have always been surrender all to Jesus. But God knew that there were specific things in my life that needed to happen to get me to the point where I was finally going to surrender. Guys, surrendering sure. is the most important thing right now. Surrendering and allowing him in completely, completely. There, There is no like one foot out, one foot in. It's surrendering completely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just want to encourage that what you were saying reminds me of Ezekiel 47, huh? where it talks about that there's some who are ankle deep. Yeah. And then he measured and he goes out to knee deep. <laughs> and then he measures again and he goes out to loin deep. And then he measures again and he goes out to the waters that you can only swim in. Right. You can't just walk across these. You're, you, you have to swim across these waters. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is this is up to us. This is up to us how deep we want to go. Yeah. And and I feel like there's some people that just need to come up out of the shallows. Right. You need to take your floaties off and get yeah. out of the shallow yeah. end of the pool and, and trust God and spend more time yeah. with God and, and just develop that relationship. And, 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 and you know what? If you have to, if it's tough for you to pray, set yourself an egg timer for 10 minutes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. People say, oh, my gosh, I, hey, it's a discipline in the beginning. Yeah. And we brush our teeth every day, right? right? We remember to brush our teeth every day. Well, set yourself an egg timer and, and pray for 10 minutes. Yeah. And I'm telling you, the more you spend time with God, the more you want to spend time with God. Yeah. You'll get to a point where you just find yourself praying all day long. It might not start out like that, but what starts as a discipline Yeah will become a delight yeah. when you see what it does and how it changes your life. And just like that dream, then you won't have any foreign substances because if you don't pray, foreign things can get in there yeah. and you don't even see them coming. Correct. But the Bible says we have to watch and pray. Yeah. We have to watch. We're a watchman on the wall and we have to keep an eye out. Jesus said, could you not pray with me one hour? We have to watch. We have to be diligent. We have to be alert in this hour to see where God is moving and what he's going to do next. I agree. All right. So we got a couple minutes left. Tell me about okay. the, let me look here at my notes. We Connect Magazine. You're going to start doing some articles on that. So talk about that a little bit, how that came about and, and what you're going to be um writing articles about. Okay, so We Connect Magazine is a startup online magazine. Um, it is, uh, Bill Worrell is the senior editor and um, actually Bishop Mark Sharona and Lance Wall now helped him get this magazine off the ground. 
but it is a startup. So um, I am working with them. <laughs> I, I, it's all, all kind of topics, everything from relationships to faith to business, you name it. Um, actually, I just submitted uh, a newest article to them. It has not come out just yet, but you can go on Facebook and you can uh, go ahead and sign up for that to get them sent to your inbox. And the latest article I did was called A Trans Woman Softened My Heart. And it was about being in a mall one day shopping for clothes. And there was a fella next to me who was dressed like a woman. And um, I ended up trying to minister to uh, her, I guess you would say, uh, and was able to give her a tract about the love of God. And um, these are the kind of things that as a body of Christ, we have got to learn to stop being mean. Oh, come on. Not turning mm. those up not rolling our eyes, but realize what in the world kind of pain this person in. They have fingernails, hair, makeup, the whole nine yards, look like, you know, a million dollars and went out in public like that. Yet when I approached her to give her um, a a gospel tract and try and make a connection, she was very soft-spoken, timid, even scared. And so these are the kind of people God is going to be bringing our way that we have to be ready for in love. And, and so that's going to be my next article for We Connect is, is about uh, the day that I just really felt compassion for that lady, a uh, gentleman dressed like a lady. Yep. And um, so my articles are a little controversial. <laughs> you know, I think it, sometimes it's hard for Christians to do that stuff. But if we're listening to Holy Spirit, he will give us the words to say that will open that heart because yep. he's already been yep. speaking to that individual. I mean, your destiny that you have has souls attached to it. So every one of those people are people that Holy Spirit is trying to connect you with. So it's not a coincidence that you're doing that. So you just got to be open to listening and then just taking that risk. But, and we got to love people. I mean, we, yes. we got to look, we got to look past the stuff that's going on in their lives and just see them the way Jesus and God sees them. I mean, literally and- look for the treasure that's there, right? And just pull yeah. that out. We're there to edify and to love people, right? And there's a way of doing yeah. that. And I mean, when you're meeting someone for the first time, probably not the best thing to go into judgment time, right? Like, I mean, it just, unless maybe Holy Spirit's leading you. I'm not telling like people that they can't do that, but I'm telling you that loving, you got you to do it in a loving way. And there's ways of doing it. There, there really, really is. Yeah. And you know what, Richard? Love never fails. No. And what 100%. I would love, I, would, I could have kicked myself later because I would have loved to invite her to church. Right. Yep. I would have loved to to just show that, you know what? We're not going to judge you. And sometimes what Christians do is they'll say, oh, yes. You know, the Bible says in one translation that Jesus ministered to notoriously wicked sinners. Oh, yeah. He did not yeah. go uh, to everyone's house that was just, you know, nice and religious, right? He went to the tax collectors. Yeah. He went to the prostitutes. And, and we've got to get through that through our head. Yeah. That's who he had dinner with. Yes. And so I think that as a, as a church body, we need to start realizing that some of these people are in things so deep yeah. and they are so hurt yeah. that we can't bring them to church. And then if they don't change in two weeks, we say, well, I'm done with you. And no. We've got to get to the heart. We've got to be, again, Holy Spirit-led. Correct. Everything's different. And there is a key in prayer to unlock 
the ministry that will bring that person to Christ. Yep. Yeah. There's a key. Yep. For, there's a key for everyone. I'm excited. I'm excited about things that are happening at my church and just stuff that's really going on in the city of Milwaukee. And I'm excited about starting to teach the the fire starters classes and just training people to like to do those things, hearing Holy Spirit about soaking. A lot of people don't even know how like how to be quiet and just listen to some praise and worship music and just soak in his presence. I mean, a lot of people don't even they're like, what? I mean, that would have been me, you know, 2016. I've been like soaking. What do you mean? Like in a tub? Oh, what are we doing? You know, I mean, seriously. <laughs> but so it's all those kind of things of just training people the, the times that you, this is how you can be intimate with God, you know, and then hearing yeah. Holy Spirit and then going out and taking those risks in ways that isn't spooky, in ways that is totally loving. So I, I'm yeah. excited about it and I'm excited about what God is doing now. It's different. I know I, I've, I've read a couple of scriptures um, like almost every week. I read I, it's he's doing something new and you got to be looking at it like that. I mean, one of the scriptures says, you know, do you not see what I'm doing? I mean, are you perceiving what I'm doing? You got to be able to look around and go, wow, God's doing something different. And I really need to step into that, you know? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Do we have a moment that I just would like to pray for people with their prayer lives? We have a moment yeah. for that? Yeah. No, we totally do. I was just going to look okay. uh, if there's are any, I put up there if there's any prayer requests. So if you guys have those right now, um, just go ahead and, and uh, send them our way and then I can do that. But yeah, if you want to start, go. Yeah. All right. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray for anybody today who is struggling with their prayer yeah. life. Father, I thank you for pulling them and, and Holy Spirit yeah. ask that you would guide people into deeper realms of prayer. Amen. Lord, your word yeah. says that what goes up yeah. goes up as an incense yes. to you and that you grab a hold of the coals of the yeah. altar and you throw it down and you hit the mark. So when our prayers yes. go up to you, yeah. you, you shoot that back down to the oh, earth yeah. and you hit the mark, hit the bullseye. Father, uh, help us to understand how important prayer is, not just to build a relationship with you, although that's first and foremost, but help us to understand that prayer changes things. Prayer turns things yes. around. It takes terminal illnesses and dissolves them out of bodies. Mm. It takes marriages that are broken and it mends and heals them. It brings wayward children back home, children who were raised yes. in church. It's I just feel like somebody room. watching your children who were raised in church. They know better, but they're out there in the world. I just mm. want to encourage you, mother, father, that your prayers, there's nobody's prayers mm. more powerful than your own to bring that child back. Stand on that word that you train them up in the way they should go. And when they're old, they'll not depart from it. Don't yeah. look at the circumstances, but look at what God's word says. Yeah, lift up Father, I Come on. you that you would draw us into deeper realms of prayer, deeper yeah. levels of prayer. Help us, God. Wake us up in the middle of the night. Wake us up in the morning. Remind us when we're at a traffic light. You just send a prayer Godward. Yeah. Father, help us to respond to that call to mm. prayer. Let us go deeper so that foreign yeah. things do not enter in and ruin the opportunities and the doors that you have for us to walk through. Let us not say at the end of the day, I missed that opportunity Mom. because I didn't pray. Amen. Father, I Amen. thank you for doors opening doors for those who are watching. Yes. I command doors that open. have been closed right for a now, very Jesus long time, but yeah. you know they're supposed to open. I command those doors to open, but baby, you've got to pray and you've got to keep them open Mom. because the same kind of prayers that get them open, keep them open. And so, Father, I thank you for this. We seal this in the name of Jesus. Amen yes. and amen. amen. If there's anybody out there and you're watching and you are not born again, I want to ask you right now, just invite Jesus Christ into your amen. heart. Just say, Jesus, come into my yes. heart. 
Forgive me of my sins. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. I receive you now in Jesus' name. If you did that, you are born again. Welcome to the family. Amen. Yeah, if you guys, if someone's watching and just did that, just put that in the comments section. We'd love to talk to you. If you have some more prayer requests and things, just put those in the comments section. Uh, Deborah and I will go back and and I always go back and just pray for each of those things again. Um, so, but man, I we didn't even get to talk about the healing thing, right? So <laughs> we were going to talk about day. healing. Or, yeah, we were. I, I, so we'll have to have you on again. So uh, guys, I really appreciate you coming on. Deborah. I do appreciate you. Uh, you're an awesome Thank woman you. of God. And uh, I love to seeing what God is doing through you. And um, I'm looking forward to you getting over to France and doing the things that God um, is calling you to do there. And I know it's going to be soon, so it, it will definitely be soon. Thank you. So don't leave because I still got to end my stuff with you on, on Skype. So just kind of stand by a second, okay? All right. Yeah. And just give me one second. Here we go. All right, guys, I do thank you for watching the show. And um, man, I'm telling you, uh, share this on your pages. Do watch parties on it. And um, come back next week. Next week, I have a special guest. It's my senior pastor. It's going to be Pastor Pruitt. So check it out Thursday at 444. And oh my gosh, I can tell you it is going to be amazing. Um, Yes, uh, it's going to be totally amazing. So come back next week and check that out. Guys, one of the key things that we talked about today is that intimate relationship with him. You got to have it. You got to have it. Take that time and allow Holy Spirit in. Man, when you allow Holy Spirit in, you get filled up with Him, and then everywhere you go, you lose Him out. Man, you can be that Guys, remember, remember, surrender all, and be a blessing. Let your glory and Rest in this place